I'm in the parking lot of a park in the Park Forest neighborhood of State College. And that's a lot of the word park in one sentence. A few minutes ago, there was a dog yelping in pain or fear just a little bit down the sidewalk. I think it got tangled up in a leash or in something else that someone was carrying and a group of people had to work to free it. And then it was fine. And now it's out running in a field and seems quite happy. Reminds me of children who can fall down at one moment, be wailing, and the next moment something distracts them from what was wrong, and they're fine again. I don't know if that's something that we retain as we get older. Maybe it takes us longer to be fine again. Maybe we just don't bounce back. Yesterday, I had a two-hour conversation with a friend who lives in London. And eventually it circled around to life in general and what's coming up in this life that I'm creating. And the honest truth is I have no idea. I am starting to wonder whether an idea is something I should try to create. My friend asked me, what was the real reason you moved into a van? They said, I know the public reason, but why did you really do it? And honestly, there really isn't that much space in my life between the public and the private. I moved into a van because I didn't have anywhere else to go. I have awful credit and no money. And so when my relationship ended, I had a part-time job that wasn't enough to pay for an apartment and probably couldn't have gotten an apartment rented to me anyway, unless it was maybe a room with a lot of roommates, which in my late 40s didn't seem great. And I ended up with a couple thousand dollars and that was enough to buy a van. And I couldn't think of anything else to do. Everything was just falling apart. Moving into a minivan was better than the alternative. And I've lived the alternative, so I know that it's better. I 
I said to my friend that I'm not sure I've taken full advantage of van life yet. I think there's a lot more to be explored. In the first six months in the van, I drove 18,000 miles all across the United States, from one side to the other and from top to bottom. And that was much too fast. And then for the next five months of van life, I stayed in one place. And that was much too slow. After Christmas, my intention is to head out toward the west. But I doubt I'll have enough money at any one time to just do the whole trip in one shot. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's better if it takes me a couple months to get from the East Coast to the West Coast. Stopping in little towns along the way to do some door dashing while I survive off my Patreon and my church job for however long that lasts. Yesterday, my friend and I had a conversation about selling out and whether it was maybe time for me to try that. (laughs) That seems like kind of a ridiculous thing to say. I don't even know if I could sell out, if anyone is buying what little I have to sell. But after 15 years of making my own stuff, and trying to turn at least some of that into a, an enterprise profitable enough to support myself with, I have learned that I don't possess the skills to turn anything into a profitable enterprise. And I think anybody who's ever going to hear this knows the terms, but, you know, by profitable, I just mean enough to keep me going. I look around at other podcasts, even podcasts that were started by people who weren't famous before they started. And there are shows that make thousands of dollars a month and on half of what they make or a quarter of what they make, all my problems would be solved, but I just never can get to that spot. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure what else to do at this point. 14 years of experimenting with the jazz session, I never cracked that code. And it's hard to imagine a brief chat or anything else I'm doing succeeding where that didn't. And in that case, that means I really don't have any choice but to work for somebody else. And it's true that I can keep my overhead low so that I have to do that as little as possible. 
And maybe if I can figure out the rhythm of van life, this will be a way to get that accomplished. But sometimes I think if I'm going to have to do that anyway, maybe I should just get a job and have money and make so many of these things that are so difficult so much easier. All my life, people have been saying, hey, you should teach. And I've thought, yeah, that sounds pretty good. But I don't have a bachelor's degree, and the idea of completing both an undergraduate and graduate degree before being able to teach, I don't know, English or something in a high school seems pretty insurmountable. You know that that Brian Wilson song, Beach Boys song from Pet Sounds, called I Just Wasn't Made for These Times? Maybe I'll stick a little bit of it in right here. I keep looking for a place to fit in where I can speak my mind. And I've been trying hard to find the people that I won't. thought that song had lyrics that applied to me in a way not a lot of other songs do. And I said to my friend last night that I think I may just be fundamentally incompatible with living in this world. And since that will set off alarm bells for some people, I don't mean, and so my solution is to remove myself from this world. That's not an option. I'm considering. I just mean life has always been one kind of way for me. You know, certainly with varying degrees of ups and downs and sometimes when it it felt a little better than other times. But even in the the best of times, and I guess the word best in that sentence should be in quotation marks, I, even when I've been in a loving relationship or had a job that most people would consider very cool and fun and easy, I've never made it out the other side of any of those things. I always end up running away from all those gigs, just not being able to keep doing it, and end up on the other side of those relationships back by myself again.
And I can't say that I see any particular means of making things better. And so maybe this fundamental incompatibility is exactly that. It cannot be solved. It is not a problem for which the right series of conditions will create a solution or the right inner transformation or the right set of material improvements. I've had times where I made a lot of money, not very many of those times, but I mean, I've had times where I had really high paying jobs. And on the other end of the spectrum, I've had times when I was traveling the country on buses with no home and everything I owned in a backpack. And there's not a great deal of difference between those two things. I get that this may sound like the voice of a person who recently went off their depression meds, but I don't think that's it. I think... I think I've actually got a decent handle on the day-to-day effects of depression. And... I think at the heart of so much of this is a choice that we're all asked to make. Which is to trade our lives for the privilege of their continuance. And some of us are are equipped to make that trade in a way that doesn't seem debilitating. And I think a very few people are equipped to make that trade in a way that feels beneficial. And I feel like most people, they don't want to deal with the consequences of not making the trade, so... And and why would they? Those consequences are grim. And I've just never figured out a way to make the trade in a way that I could live with. And I don't really even mean live with necessarily in in a moral sense. You know, like, do work that seemed virtuous enough that I could live with it. I've done work that seemed virtuous enough that I could live with it. It's not about that. It's about some... Some alignment of bits inside of me that never quite syncs up with what it's like to be alive in a successful way in this in this world and i mean you know the c word is coming if you know me at all i mean it's the it's the choice that capitalism forces us to make 
What would my life be like right now if it wasn't necessary for me to figure out how to eat and have a place to sleep and get access to health care? What would your life be like? Even if you like what you do, would you be doing it or would you be doing it as much as you do if you didn't need it to help you figure out how to get food and sleep indoors and get care when you're sick? that's what we're called upon to do because of the society that we allow to continue I mean this isn't it's not a hot take it's not an original thought so yeah here I am in this park and if I'm being honest a town I really hate and I'm very excited to leave. I'm not sure the greatest way to start van life again was to just go to State College, Pennsylvania for a couple of months. Uh, you know, the, obviously, I did this because my son, John, lives here, and my other son's in college, and I can't just go hang around <laughs> his college campus. Um, and I, I for sure couldn't afford to drive all the way to someplace warm and nice and then come back for Christmas. So it was mostly just timing. And being here isn't great, that's for sure. But if you can't outrun your life in 18,000 miles in six months, you can't ever outrun it. And I knew that before I turned the key in the ignition the first time. Much like the soul-bearing part of the most recent YouTube video, this might be something that you never hear? I'm not sure yet. It's just what I'm thinking about. And if I can't tell all of you, then who can I tell?